from Fox 8 Sports. You're listening to Fox 8 Overtime. From Fox State Studios here in New Orleans, welcome into Overtime, the podcast for all things sports, all things Louisiana, everything in between. Mm-hmm. Alongside the West Bank's finest, Sean Vazam. I'm Juan Kincaid, also a member of the West Bank Society. Mm-hmm. Today we're talking Saints, getting ready for the Tennessee Titans this weekend in Nashville. First, I want to remind you to subscribe to the podcast, rate and review it, tell your friends. If you want to get in touch with us, use the Final Play app or the Tiger Huddle app to submit a question. Let's get right to it. Yes. Big game this Sunday. Saints-Titans high noon in Nashville. Not an easy game for the Saints Mm-mm. against a very physically oriented Tennessee Titans football team that leads with the run with Derrick Henry first. In the past, Sean Vazan, when Sean Payton first got here, these were the kind of games that gave the mm-hmm. Saints finesse offense trouble. It's a little bit different now. The Saints have built a bit differently than they were back 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Might they have the same kind of problems against the physicalness of Tennessee? Oh, look, any time you got a team that leads with a running back, and if that running back can get going, that opens up so much, um, so many other things. Uh, and Derrick Henry is a guy, they give it to him, they get him going downhill. He is a load to deal with. He's got over 1,300 yards, second in the NFL. So there really is no secret. You got to take somehow neutralize him. Now he has been a little banged up, dealing with a hamstring concern. It's a little over 20 carries, but look, yeah. if he gets hot, they're gonna ride him. They are going to ride him until to victory. So the Saints are gonna have to deal with him, figure out a way to stop him. Um, but outside of that one, there's really no other. That there's nothing else that really needs to be said, right? I mean, just win. You got to keep winning. Um, this is an uncommon opponent in an uncommon stadium. Uh, uh, in a time of year where you're normally playing division games. I don't know what was up with the divisional. Because normally you play your yeah, last few games right. with divisional opponents, only the last game this year. Um, Which will mean so, a lot playing in Carolina. Yeah, all, I mean, but that was the only one in the final quarter yeah. of the season. But anyway, uh, I just think you got to keep winning. Um, offensively, you're playing so good right now. Um, they're clicking on all cylinders. Drew Brees is coming off his best game. Yeah. Um, so... I just think you got to keep the mojo going, and I just like where this locker room is at right now. I just, I like, I like the vibe. I like the mojo. I like the tone. So you go in. It's a tough game. We all knew going into this final quarter, this was going to be the toughest. This was going to be one of the games we thought was a little tricky. Yeah. But I do think even if it's close, they can come away with victory. You talk about how the offense is clicking, and some people would say, "Well, you got to take it with a grain of salt. They just played a Colts team that's not very good." But mm. I'm saying to respond to that. Look at the San Francisco game. Mm-hmm. That's one of the best defenses in the league, and you still put up 40-plus on them and still could have won that game. Maybe should have won that game. So I agree with you. The offense is playing at its best, and Drew Brees keeps saying, want to be an ascending football team. Well, they are looking like that right now. Going into Tennessee, the other thing people are going to say, well, they're going to be playing outdoors. You know what the elements are going to be, and the elements are going to be a factor because they always are this late in the season. But if you put it paper to paper, the Saints don't have a problem winning this football game. They should win it. They're a better football team. Now, how they respond to the moment and a Tennessee team that has a whole lot to play yeah. for over the final two weeks remains to be seen. Yeah, and, that, and I, you have to be very – you have to be aware of that and you have to be prepared for that when you get to a game like this to feel the desperation and tone of your opponent and you have to counter that with uh, your own execution and your own bit of desperation. Yeah. you got to keep winning if you're the you Saints. Know. So you can't afford to let up and – these are these are just the next kind of kind of marks, you know, yeah. on the track that you got to get to uh, to get before you get to the finish line here. So, uh, to me, there's two different ways of looking at desperation. There's the clinging to life desperation, and then there's the Saints that know we're going to be in the postseason tournament. We know that, but 
man, we want the best route possible. Exactly. And like I said, I think the best route, I said it on game plan tonight, the best route possible. If you don't get the one seed, not the end of the world, but get that first round by. So the one or the two, to me, that's the path to go. Kind of recap on what the Saints need to do to get that first round by throughout the playoffs. Obviously, as you mentioned, win the two games win. remaining, Tennessee and Carolina, both on the road. The Carolina game could be tricky because they always play each other tough. It's on the road in, in Charlotte. Weather, again, conditions going to be a factor. The second part of it is you need San Fran to lose again, and you need Green Bay to lose mm -hmm. again. So if those things happen, Saints win, they slide into the number one spot, and we're home for the holidays watching playoff football all into January as long as they stay alive. So let's talk about a player being brought in, Janoris Jenkins. What does that tell you about Sean Payton's faith in Eli Apple on the right side? I just think it's a chance to add a quality football player that was a legitimate starter in the NFL to your football team that was in a very bad situation with the Giants, similar to Eli Apple, that will now coming to a different vibe. He said today we talked to him. He said, I like the way they work around here. I couldn't have fallen into a better situation. Mentally, he's in it. It's a 180 for him. Yeah. I mean, I remember when we talked to Eli Apple when he first got here, he says, man, it just looked like the Saints were just having so much fun when yeah. we played them. So, uh, totally different set of circumstances. But, it, look, it's another quality football player that don't, they don't normally become available this time of year uh, that can help you on the backstretch. If, if for no other reason, let's just say there's an injury and he can step up. At the very least, he provides depth at a very crucial position. Whereas, um, if you didn't have him and Eli's struggling uh, and you don't have the option – um, so, and, and look, there's been injuries to the secondary, so I think this is a very low risk with a potentially high award because if it all works itself out and they've been, they've been on the front end of all these personnel moves that where it's all kind of worked out, Janoris Jenkins will have some kind of an impact play at some point throughout the rest of the season and or postseason. 22 interceptions uh, in eight seasons. I didn't realize he was that high. Yeah, he's, wow. he's been a productive guy. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a question on whether or not he's better on the inside or better on the outside. I think what it tells us is that he can play both. And so he gives you that flexibility. I'm of the belief that the reason – look, I agree with you. If you can get a quality player like this this late in the season, that's a blessing because mm -hmm. they aren't usually there to grab this time of the year. But I'm also of the belief that Sean Payton putting Eli – Eli Apple on blast and saying, you know what, this is your warning. If you can't play better, mm -hmm. because let's be honest, for the last half of the season, particularly the last four games, teams have purposely gone to his side more so than Marshawn. I don't know the numbers, but visually it looks that way. That They've, they've said, you know, we're going to pick on this side because this is where the problems have been. If he hasn't been able to defend the pass, he's getting called for many penalties. He's been picked on and picked on, and Sean Payton realizes if we've got a, a, miss, a weak link in the secondary on this defense, we've got to address it. And it just so happens they're able to address this with a quality football player, a guy that, okay, Deuce McAllister mentioned a few weeks ago, if the guys keep messing up, doing middle mistakes along the offensive line, you replace them. I don't, I didn't agree with that because there's nobody better to replace them with. Well, guess what? In this situation, if the guy keeps screwing up on the outside, you replace him. Yeah, you can because you got Janoris Jenkins there, who may be a better player, his former teammate in New York. Yeah, I don't see him starting this week. I do think this no, is kind of a trial run over the next couple of weeks. Um, but that target has done like this as the season's gone on. It's gotten bigger and bigger on on Apple's back. And, and it really showed up. Falling, it really showed up in the 49ers game because you mentioned the key word, confidence, because it really felt like for the first time against the 49ers, it broke him. Yeah. It broke him in the 40 You could tell he knew that the 49ers were targeting him, and he felt in his heart that he couldn't stop him. Yeah. And I think that's carried over a little bit into the Colts game, yeah. and now they got Jenkins. Look, it, 
cornerback is a little bit like kicker in terms of you're on an island, and sometimes you're the loneliest guy on the team, and confidence can get really shaky. So I I commend the move. I think it's a great move. It wasn't the only move in the defensive backfield. As we reported first today, DJ Swearinger, yeah. a guy that uh, two years ago, the two seasons he spent with Washington, had eight interceptions over two years. With C.J. Gardner-Johnson missing practice, Von Bell missing practice, Saquon Hampton going to IR, um, this is another quality football player. A um, little bit of a crazy man, but still, um, much different scenario, much different locker room, uh, much different vibe he'll be around. So he's in a playoff opportunity. He has a chance to go to – he's on a team that has a legit shot at making the Super Bowl. Another quality depth guy you can add to your team. I'm like talking to Deuce last night. I'm of the belief, like he is, that if – if a guy's walking in from a crazy, terrible situation into a great situation, mm-hmm. like Swearinger, like Janoris Jenkins, and whoever else they decide to bring in here, I mean, your your attitude towards the game and towards where you were and where you are now is going to do a 180. And if it don't, guess what? You're, you're gone because that's two teams. Absolutely. You're out the door. Right. And so if you don't want to stick around and play here in this locker room, where it's it's a pretty happy locker room and they're doing all things the right way, then you just don't want to play football at all. It's all about it, your, then it's about all, it's you. It ain't everybody else. It's you at that point. It is. So as we go forward this game this weekend, what is your key to a Saints win this week? I think stopping Derrick Henry is going to be yeah. huge because I think if you Clearly. do that, I think it can get ugly. I think the Saints can really win. Uh, Tannehill has been playing better, uh, but I do think if you shut down Henry, you 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 kind of negate his security blanket. Um, AJ is uh, AJ Brown is a, is their big play guy on the outside. Got to watch him. But offensively, if the offensive line keeps playing the way they're playing, I think they come out smoking offensively. Yeah. I really do, and I think they come out another thirty-plus point effort. I thought it was interesting. Sean Payton compared Derrick Henry um, to uh, LSU's former quarterback. It just escaped me, uh, Leonard Fournette. Yeah, Derrick Henry's a bigger guy. Derrick Henry's, Derrick Henry's a man. Derrick Henry, you know, God bless him. Cam Jordan made a joke about it today. Uh, the Mark Ingram photo from the national championship yeah. game a few years ago. I mean, I've stood next to Mark. Mark's about 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, He's yeah. not a tall dude. Derrick Henry is big and tall. Yes, he is. The closest I can think of to him is Brandon Jacobs from That's Assumption High comparison. School. That great was six four because yes. I think Derrick Henry is north of six three. I yeah. think he's taller than Deuce, and Deuce is six two. Yeah, that's a great comparison. Derrick Henry doesn't shy away from contact either. He will run over you. And Sean Payton's exactly right. If this guy, if we, if the Saints allow this guy to get going, and get into the second level of the defense, it's going to be a long day for the Saints because they have to treat Tennessee the same way they treated Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. You got to make them want to th- have to throw the ball. Absolutely. You got to put them in long third and long second and long situations to throw the ball because that's where their weakness is. And I think I mean look we're not saying anything the Saints don't already know. They've done this before. They compared them to Leonard Fournette. They faced big running backs before. I think the way the Saints defensive front is playing and that they had their linebackers and AJ Klein back there. I think they continue to play well and limit them. Yeah, I, I think uh generally speaking while Tannehill has played better over the last 6 or 7 8 weeks they're more confident in putting the game in his hands with their chances as opposed to that dual threat of Henry and then kind of playing off the Henry with the big uh, passing game, which they've been – they've had some big plays, and a lot of that's coming off of play acting. John Bennett, our producer, said they – and they come right out right out of the gate, you know, with uh, with deep strikes early in the game, first uh, first drive of the game. So there's something to be mindful of, but I like the Saints in this game. I just I like where their head's at right now. And even in the loss, I like where their heads, heads were at against San Francisco. So I like where they're at. Really quickly, finish up with this. Michael Thomas break the record? Yes, I've said it a few times. 11 catches, even on a, a grindy 
ugly offensive performance, he's had double-digit catches. I mean, in a, in a few of the Teddy games, he had nine, ten catches. On games where I was scoring 13 points, yeah. he was still getting those numbers. So I think absolutely. I he think gets this it. is the kind of game where he would get more catches because you have a secondary that's pretty quality. Mm -hmm. They're going to play probably a lot of press and, mm -hmm. and shadow him. And so those underneath routes will have to be there. And you know, Drew loves to throw that. I think uh, Jared Cook has a good game in this as well. Former and we're going to wrap it up there with uh, our talk with Sean Vazan. I'm Juan Kincaid talking about the Saints get ready for the Titans. Uh, before you go, a quick reminder to request and subscribe to the podcast channel to automatically get all of our content. And please rate and review the podcast app. Spread the word. If you want to get in touch with us, use the Final Play app or the Tiger Huddle app to submit a question. That's going to do it for us. We'll talk to you next time on Overtime. Just care of it all, shit for style. At Keesler Federal Credit Union, if it's important to you, it's important to us. Here, you're more than a customer, you're a member. And we're more than a financial services provider. We're your financial partner with a genuine interest in your life. So whether you want the best rate on a credit card for the things you love, a home loan for the people you love, or savings and checking that work as hard as you do, we've got you covered. And that's a good thing. From Fox 8 Sports, this has been Fox 8 Overtime.